a Tuesday. It's your neighborhood, and you're listening to Ken Fulham, the voice of Wyndham, and my friend, the Carousel Man, Mark Doyle, filling in for the one and only Ernie Eldridge and his wife, Anita, who are out campaigning, apparently. And we are brought to you by Casella Waste. Thank you so much for your sponsorship. And for WILI 1400 and the man behind the board, Matt Rupar. And as we continue our series on the Wyndham Public Schools, we bring a special guest to our station tonight into your neighborhood because she's from your neighborhood, born and raised, educated, and working in our school district. No one other than the wonderful Joanne Haddad, vice principal now at Wyndham Middle School. Welcome, Joanne, and give thank you so much for your gift of time. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you both for having me. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, sharing some good news and uh, things happening uh, positive at Wyndham Middle School. Great. Why don't you start off by a little bio background of you and how you know, your family's been here and, and your role and other relatives in the neighborhood and, uh, and, and how you started in the progression at in public schools in Wyndham. Well, okay. I appreciate that. Sure. Um, so... Uh, we can go back a few generations, right? My grandparents were here. My my parents were both uh, Wyndham High School graduates uh, and, in fact, met at Wyndham High School, um, so the Wyndham High sweethearts, and, and married and uh, had my brother, my sister, and myself. My brother met his Wyndham High School sweetheart uh, at, uh, they graduated in 73. They are also still today married. Their children went through Wyndham Public Schools. I actually married, but divorced, my Wyndham High School sweetheart from, I can go back to eighth grade from Kramer uh, with, with my ex-husband, but, uh, and our children also went through Wyndham Public Schools. Um, so we've been several generations, and as you know, and many of our listeners know, we certainly have a lot of Haddads, um, you know, that went through the Wyndham Public School system and are, are here today. Engaged in, in with the lives of many, many generations of students that had that family. Absolutely. Something to be extremely proud of. Thank you. I appreciate that. We are. Mark, I'll throw it to you. <laughs> oh, he had to wake up the carousel wow. man once again. He's uh, listening to his own music. I'm, I'm actually surprised I get a chance to talk to him. Thanks. <laughs> I was going to reintroduce myself. <laughs> so, Joanne, the, the middle school has gone through a lot of changes. Uh, right now, we still have the kindergarten over there until they transfer back to the high school. Uh, yeah, back to their ECC, the high school. But tell us something that that's that's new that's happened. I, I know we've we've tried to keep up with the instruments and the music and uh, some of the other specialties. But what are some of the? I don't want to know the curriculum, but like the non-curricular, the sports activities, the after-school activities, oh, the sure. enrichment activities for the kids. Well, you know, we of course had to go on pause with a lot of things with the uh, pandemic, and so coming back from the pandemic, we've had um, we've. We've uh, gotten back into having our sports that are, you know, at school. They're able to get onto buses and go to different meets and and things. So uh, sports are, are taking place right now. Uh, we have our, our fall sports right now, boys and girls soccer, uh, as well as cross country. And today we began our after-school clubs, which really is fairly new. I mean, it's been years since we've had after-school clubs, even you know, pre-pandemic, um, and so we started 10 after-school clubs today. I had quite a process for students, you know, 
well, first, to get teachers that wanted to give their ideas for clubs. They submitted those. Uh, we then opened it up to students and, and parents signing permission slips, see what we got for enrollment. If we had too low of an enrollment in some, we, we weren't able to go forward. We had originally 14. There were four that we weren't able to have. Um, and we started 10 clubs today, started our late bus today. Um, and it's it's a pretty big program. So... It's it's a nice draw. Um, it reminds I, me, you know, did you know Ken got a letter in chess when he was in high school? There you go. <laughs> Good job. And was your wait wait? But his was in checkers, right. so you know. Barely. <laughs> the guy's a slouch. He's a mushroom. Will you just stay quiet? I point to you. Uh, Doyle. Right. I mean, this is the voice of Wyndham. They come I, to listen to me and my guest. I can't see your I can't see your stubby little fingers. So I have to, I have to talk when I get a chance. Okay. So <laughs> my question about your about your clubs now are these teachers, uh, have they volunteered with their, you know, they have an interest in this and they volunteer to do these clubs like at some schools or is this? They are, they are paid positions. Stipend? Okay, they good. are stipend right. positions. Um, they're, they're there from, you know, they begin at two forty-five and they go until four thirty in the afternoon, twice a week. Um, so you do have to be a certified, uh, staff member in order to be an advisor for a club. Um, we're bringing back Drama Club, which we haven't had in a long time. Well, wait a minute. Let me stop you there. Do you know I was one of the Wyndham players with Mr. I, Mr. I, you know, I, I, did, I did three different Broadway plays with our superintendent, Paul Perzanowski. There you go. I have my own sweatshirt that says my name on it, like a letterman in the football team. Well, maybe they need to invite you in. I, to, I'm uh, not saying you know, nothing, but I get on have the stage, a chat with I the kids. kids. I, 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 I seem to recall we shut down the program shortly thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> we're gonna, Ken, we're going <laughs> to have you come in and talk to the kids. We have... 30, motivation is all 35 I do, students signed up for for drama oh, so that was the high wow. interest That's and great. uh yeah so we're looking forward to a production um you know in the spring has the high school developed i'm sorry john i want to skip the mock for that because has the high school got a uh, a, a they're uh, trying to start one because it was, I was so just, great back in the yeah, day yeah i was just on a tour of the high school on saturday and i noticed the signs in the in the hallways inviting people to join the uh the theater group so yeah, they're trying to recreate. They're recreating it there because the theater's just been totally all redone. Redone, uh, brand new chairs, seats, sound system, uh, lights. It's beautiful. Oh, we got to gorgeous. tour that together yep. on yep. on Saturday. Yep. Absolutely beautiful. And keep me posted on that, Mark. Seriously, because let's face it, even uh, the athletic programs in Wyndham, ha they, right? They've always been strong. So. Mm -hmm. um, you know, speaking of which, uh, now I'm going to digress for a moment. Uh, I rode down Mountain Street uh, over the weekend. I had my older grandson with me who goes, he lives and goes to school in Lebanon. And um, he was like, wow, I can't believe all the football players at Guild Field. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I said, listen, this is why we have such a strong football program. You've got to have those early fundamentals and you've got to have a feeder program, right? So if we have a great drama club going on, um, let's hope that that can also yep. help to build Wyndham Highs back up and, and be a, that feeder well, program. All you're going to do is call me. I'm an untapped resource for stage and screen. You know, I'm big. I'm real big. Listen, this is not a small guy here. Well, you're listen, we're on radio, so uh, well, it's all right. I'm, People I'm get glad the idea. we're on radio. He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the keg of beer you forgot in the basement. Uh, he's just <laughs> waiting to be tapped. <laughs> so let's get into some numbers for a minute because I, I've lost track. Now, how, how many students are actually... Um, what is it? Uh, five through uh, uh, eight over there, right? No, no, we're actually we're six through eight. Six so through eight. When we opened in '97, right, we came over in December 
Um, we, we did the parade over and we opened our doors in, in January of 97 when we came back from the uh, holiday break. My, my son's was part of that parade. Uh, my, yep. Mine as well. He went Let's down the that. wrong street, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine as well, part of that parade. And, and so, and uh, we had just six through eight and then fifth grade joined us that following year. And they were with us okay. until we had special masters come in and want to move fifth grade back to the elementary schools. So now we've been sixth through eight since then. So, uh, but the hope and the plan is to have fifth grade return. Correct. Okay. Yeah. That's I lost that when yeah. when that happened. Right. We'll be talking about that a little bit so more in a couple of weeks. Can we yeah. talk about the plans for possible consolidation of of the elementary schools? But okay. that'll be in a couple of weeks. So that gives us total enrollment right now of about 560 students. 560, and that just about matches the high school, or is the high school less, Mark, because of the... I think they split a little bit I more. think enrollment high yeah. school is a little more. A little more, okay. And, uh, maybe less than 100 more, but I believe it's a little bit more. Okay. I, yeah. And, and um, so the big question then to me is parent engagement, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, whether, uh, you know, it's an attaboy or, hey, let's talk about, you know, Tommy, he, he was a little off today. Right. Um, I think parent engagement is key from, you know, from any adult who works in that building has a responsibility to the child. Uh, and then communicating some way or another to the parent about what's going on, the good and the bad. Uh, so what's what are you doing for uh, additional support in that respect for engagement? Well, you know, it is one of several, you know, different areas of focus for us. Um, and, and you're right, right? I mean, there's there are three very strong components to successful education, right, for a lot of students, and that is parent, teacher, student, right, mm -hmm. that, that triangle. Um, so we, we are focusing a lot on that. Uh, one of the ways is that uh, one of our whole school goals is for every parent to be communicated with by their teachers, 100% um, of our parents throughout the year. Uh, and it happens multiple in multiple ways, whether it be phone calls, like you said, and we've offered uh, even some planning time for our teachers to make those phone calls. Um, so they have very, you know, specific times, depending on what grade you're in, to make some phone calls, be it positive, be it, you know, uh, calls of concern. Um, we also have, uh, obviously, our parent-teacher conferences, and we are planning on quarterly parent um parent engagement evenings. We're going to have like parent craft night, you know, with your child. And so we're going to have a different quarterly event for parents to come in and do something with their child in the building. Mm -hmm. Are we going to get to the point where the uh, parents can communicate through the internet? Do we have teacher portals? Uh, so if I want to go on and see if Johnny had math homework tonight, I can check that out. Yes. Do we, do we have that access already? We do. We have we have a parent portal, and parents can go on and, and look at their so Why don't you tell us how they get to that parent portal? progress. So it, it is um, it is through through the website. Uh, they can call the school. First, they got something over in the summer. They right. got the the link to it in the summer, um, and every parent should have been able to go in, create their password, and have that access. Uh, if they lose it, they can call the school, speak with our administrative assistants in our uh, student services center, which is uh, Mrs. Cranmer, to um, get access to that again. Um, we will also be set up at parent conferences um, and what are the tables as parents come in that will help them if they need to get reconnected if they if they have lost that connection and also we do have um, something called parent square which is a way for any one of us to email parents any parents we have every group 
uh, available. Like I can get into Parent Square. I can email just the eighth grade teachers on one particular team. I mean parents, excuse me. I can email um, just the students who have art to parents who have whose students have art classes. Um, I mean we have just every category to to connect with them or all. Like I sent one last night to all parents in the entire school regarding the after school clubs today. All right. So the after school programs and the athletic programs we kind of touched on. What are the dual language programs? What do we? Is this we're talking ESL still? Do we call it that? Do we call it bilingual? So the dual language program, our compañeros program, which okay, you may be familiar program. with, yes. right? Yeah. In the elementary schools, where students go, you know, straight through, they it's uh, <clears throat> you know uh, a program students um, apply to get into, and they can be on the dual language program. We have fifty percent native Spanish speakers, fifty percent native English speakers. Mm -hmm. They are taught in both languages throughout the day. Um, and that has expanded a great deal, not only um, uh, like in growth in numbers in each grade, but also uh, laterally in that we ha now have gone up through eighth grade, where it used to be up until fifth, then it went into six, now seven, now eight. Um, so we have a, a six through eight, six through eighth grade dual language um, program team they're housed in what's called frog city at our school we have three cities in the school frog city thread city hill city knowing willimantic the way you do i'm sure you understand their connections he's, he's a window boy you may you may have to give him some directions <laughs> i need no directions doyle but anyway so let me sure i don't want to we don't want to lose track of this important conversation being interrupted by a mushroom but anyway <laughs> He sits on a toilet. You guys are brutal. You guys oh, are brutal. Hey, hey, you've been <laughs> working with him as long as I have. See what happens. So it'd be nice to have someone to work with me, actually. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know my back is broken from carrying you. Yeah. Anyway, so the English language learners is is what percentage of the population, and and what does that really mean to us? Right. So um, English language learners currently we have about thirty seven percent of English language learners um, who who are are you know working toward learning the language and and learning to you know english and uh you know they're they're in not only are they in you know in some unilingual classes some dual language are in dual language classes uh but they are also provided other support through our esol program mm -hmm. um where we have we have a teacher for each grade in in esol um that also supports can you, students can you just spell out what esol is to the folks who want uh Got you. So it so it's educating or, or English for students of other languages. Right. Okay. Um, and, and just for clear, the the age old debate with with the bilingual or, or I think what we're now calling uh, the age old debate of the bilingual program, the kids do not stay in that program K through eight. Though we have the program K through eight, that one child will not stay that full eight years. They they graduate out as they. At the end of eight years. No. no. So. No, you're thinking of, you are thinking more of, like, so the... The traditional bilingual program, yeah. The ESL, to, for a student to have the title of being an ELL student, you may, you can graduate from that to be, uh, so you get ESL support services if you're an ELL student. Um, and each year there's the Lost Links test, which is for our, our ELL students. Mm -hmm. And when they reach mastery, um, that is when they can quote unquote graduate out. Okay. And I want but to not compañeros. And just I want to explain you know, my view of an ELL student as well to the to the community because <clears throat> being on the board as long as I had been 
It used to drive me crazy when they, they, oh, that kid's in a bilingual program. He's going to be there forever, this and that. And there's a difference between that and that ELL student because that ELL student, and I always say, we're the shoes of that student. Mom and dad moved in from the Dominican. They moved in from the island of Puerto Rico. Wherever they moved from, they're fourth, fifth grade. They haven't, like yourself, as a fourth, fifth grader and as an American student here, you haven't mastered the English language. And now, in, in their situation, they haven't mastered Spanish yet, and yet they're going to be thrown into a, you know, an American school, and they're expected to master a foreign language, if you will. And... I, I go back to the days when I was learning Spanish back in the uh, in the seventh grade. You know, I, then I was I wasn't as well spoken I is today. <laughs> but just think about it. You haven't really mastered your 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 native language, and these kids are coming over not mastering their native language, and they got to learn all all the basics of English. Right, and not just the basics of English, but beyond. Think about it. Yeah. Now they also have to learn academic language. Right. So it's not just conversational English. Correct. You you also have to learn the academic language and that's you know, that's no easy feat. That's no. not easy for them. No. It is, you know, it is also quite um, quite a talent that you need to have as a teacher in order to to uh, help see them through that because they, uh, you know, many students go home and only Spanish is still spoken at home. Um, you know, some do have, use English at home. But I, I'll tell you, as a dual language program, it is so cool to, to see our native English speakers learn Spanish. I mean, it's such you know such a benefit to be bilingual. So um, it, we're really proud to offer that and to see students learning both languages. Um, you know, I just want those you know community members. Some members are there's always a certain population in the community that will make that statement. They made it for years and years and years at public meetings about you know we're coddling them or we learned English at right, home and this right, and that. Right. And the reality of it is, you know. Most children born of immigrants, okay, and I'm second generation, and let me tell you, the back and forth at home was one thing, learning in school was another, and it's the same for these children who learn Spanish, and now they're learning English as their second language, which will eventually probably become their first language once they get out and, and, and go to college or go to work. Certainly at home in their cultural club, maybe even their churches that 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 they you know they're going back to native language for them, which is fine. Yeah, it's nothing wrong keeping culture, but I just I that's like a pet peeve of mine from back in the day. Was just like, there was no understanding of how that child felt. Right, right. You know, and I keep saying, well, have you learned another language? To whoever would say that was my no. I said, well, give it a shot. Sure. Give it a shot. It and and easy. I know it's got to be, too, survival of the fittest at times as well. Oh, yeah. I, I always think about going to another place where a different language is spoken. And if I want to order something as simple as the coffee the way I want it, I better learn how to how to order that coffee. So, um, And, again, that's just that piece, let alone the academic piece and the right. academic language. How is uh, any technology programs in there for kids interested in STEM and some some aspect of it? There used to be a club that was that was there with robotics and whatnot. Right. So right, uh, and I don't know if you remember Jim Hudson. Oh yeah, and, uh, yeah. Mr. So made his own ties right. for the first year. We always say he put he put Wyndham Middle School on the map when it came to yep, TSA. Sure. Yep. There's no he's doubt everywhere. about that. And uh, um, he left. Uh, we did. We did end up slowly our, our technology program and robotics program phased out as well. Unfortunately, um, he was the man, and uh, he was, yeah. it was hard to fill his shoes. So, 
So that is no longer there. Um, so you've got nine other specials. What, why don't you go through those and see what's offered? So the specials are not after school clubs, no, no, right? The right. specials are, are part of the curriculum. Correct. So we have... Like we that. have I passed that one, Joanne. Yeah. Wow. This is Joanne Haddad, by <laughs> the way, our local VP at <laughs> Windham Middle School. And again, we're sponsored by Casella, and Matt is trying to keep me under control, but it's not going to happen to the voice. Yeah. You, you passed you pass that because you were looking at her notes. Let's what notes? What? Let's be I'm free. I, notes. I, I oh, man, I'm like a rap guy. Yeah. He's telling on both of us now. <laughs> You're like a tumbleweed. Um, it's just like a tumbleweed in the wind there. Just go over you. All right, so we're going to talk about the nine specials nine that are specials. offered to the students to nine engage specials? them even more what, at the middle school. What would be called electives at the high school, right? Electives Typically at the high school. Electives, yep. Right? Yep. So we have, we have art, we have music, uh, Spanish, technology. We have technology as in computer technology, right? right? So we have two computer technology classes. When you when um, you say you uh, have music, is that is that band? We have band and we have chorus, chorus. and we have general music. Okay. Um, so we have uh, all three. Um, sixth graders, by the way, do something similar to tech freshmen, uh, a, an exploratory type thing. So they go through all of them. Uh, seventh and eighth graders uh, can can begin to pick and choose um, as space uh, allows. Um, and so, let's see, Spanish, technology, health, PE, art, music. Am I missing anything? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't have them written down. <laughs> we don't have them written I just down. have nine different specialist classes. But there's, uh, so there's enough because you got to, again, education is great. That I know our teachers are great. So we just got to engage them. And there's always something that kid will latch on to. Like if I was back in school, I'd do it all over again. I, I'd be in drama. Okay. But now I am available, Joanne, just remember, as a special, you know, I could do one of those. What do they call that? When you make a cameo. There I'll you make go. a cameo. Hell That's yeah, how it first on. started with the high school. You're but then I became like. I knocked off some kid who wanted to be the star of the show, though, a senior boy or something. I said, get the heck out of here. You're not that I was rude, just because I was you, who we, I was. We need you to come and visit See, the drama club. Bringing Brother Circus is back, and so is Ken. <laughs> There's a connection there. I'm not sure. You come any Tuesday or Thursday. That's when our after-school well, clubs are. Okay. 3 let's, to 4.30, visit the drama Let's also highlight class. some of the structure at, at the middle school, because I know a lot of parents are concerned about... Uh, there's just a variety of things with the middle school. So we've worked hard at the board. I know you've worked hard at the administration level to set up support staff for the for the teachers and for the kids. What sort of what I want to know about is you know the administrators, the uh, social workers. Sure. I know we have the health center now. How is the support staff? Up? So the health center is great. Number one, I mean that right. That's that's awesome that we can provide um, uh, the student. Uh, health center that offers physicals for students that may need them and if a parent is signed up we even have right a nurse practitioner and that's all done through Hartford Healthcare Wyndham Hospital correct 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 see I still got okay it. and then other structures in place each grade all right each grade level has an, an administrator uh, an administrative assistant and a school counselor saying we have an office suite located with each grade it, okay, within each grade, not within each city. Within each, which is each city, really. Oh, each city is So we have one in Frog City, we have one in Thread City, one in Kind of like Hill when city. they push me to elderly housing soon. That'll right. be it. Right. That'll be right. it. You're going to live, you know, either in the ones with the red doors or the ones with the blue doors. <laughs> and yeah. We'll put you in tadpole yep. pool. We'll make pond. sure the two of you have different colored doors. Um, 
But anyway, uh, yes, so so we have that. We also have two social workers and a school psychologist. Um, they do have caseloads based on, you know, our uh, their needs. We have our, our school counselors, see students that have uh, 504 students. They have their caseload. Oh, um, oh, slipped one in on us. 504 meaning meaning. To the general public, they don't know what that means. So 504 uh, are not, they're not special education students. However, they, they do require some added supports, and mm -hmm. we offer those supports okay. for them. If you knew anything about special education and being on board, you should know about that. I did. Or marry your teacher. But the general you, you wanted the general public to hear I wanted the general public to, public to be aware that. of that. Right. But not all as fortunate as you no, as to find the Mrs. Joanne, Kelly. Please, don't support him, please. You'll never be on the show again. I mean, you, you, were, you were exceptionally lucky in finding Kelly, so let's, you know. Listen, he's on the Board of Education, and I'm an admin. Administrator in the district right now. Come on, I could be back on. I could be back on tomorrow, but I'm I'm staying loose because I'm here to help Tracy and and get this. Do what the board can't do is what I'm doing. Okay, there you go. There you go. So we squashing mushrooms. So between so between the board and yourself, we we've got this. Oh, exactly. Um, I, I look at a number on, on your on your paper mm -hmm. uh, about the population or percentage of population that is eligible for reduced. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I thought I thought once we hit, and made things have changed, because when I was on the board, if the school district hit 85%, uh, that's when everyone uh, received a free food in, in uh, for the whole for the whole school. Well, so this yeah. is just a number in general, because we're at about 79 at the at the middle school. So we're at 79.9. So we may as well 80, say 80%, 80. and yeah. maybe 80% is that magical number. I'll be honest with you, I'm right. not sure. Sure. But all students do receive yes free lunch. So that that hasn't changed. Okay, because that's. It's unfortunate another responsibility that the school district has taken on between right. breakfast, lunch, and some kids that after Correct. school meal, and it's it's not just a responsibility. It's it's a for the school district. It's it's for the community. We got these kids. Have, they're not going to learn right. if they're not fed. Right. And so you should know. And and in answer, an additional answer then to your question mark, uh, structure wise, right? Students come in, and since the pandemic, you know, I will say, right, there are some things that came out of the pandemic that are that are, you know, that have helped us become more efficient in some ways or another, right? So our students come in separate entrances now. So that's been. That's been phenomenal. Our sixth grade students have their own entrance. Seventh grade uh, has their own. Eighth grade has their own dual language. Comes in uh, where the sixth grade students come in. They receive a grab and go breakfast. We didn't go back to the cafeteria. We decided we're we liked that. Um, so they get a grab and go breakfast. They head to homeroom, sit down. They have their breakfast. Hear morning announcements. Move on to their um, you know and and begin their first core class, and uh, they move on through the day. Um, have their lunch. Um, which that, has that can be an open if you can. We can have you do the morning announcements. There you go. I do the morning announcements. You are more than welcome. Well, Joanne, just give me a come call. And join me. Give me a call. You know, maybe Thursday mornings or Friday mornings. I'm available. And, you're, gonna, uh, you're gonna have to give him. Two, I'll shake it up a little bit. You'll have to give him two grab and go breakfasts, but he'll be there. <laughs> uh, you can get two. We'll get two. <laughs> See that? You you can have mine. The voice will get there two. And let me tell you, it'll work because. You know, when a celebrity comes in, yes, as big as I am, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, yeah mm. sometimes you know, there's not that even was a almost too good to step enough. on. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna have you on stage. I'll be well, well, that's what it's all about. You know, life's a stage. You come to my office, Frog City. <laughs> oh, you heard Frog in the morning announcement. Every room has a TV, so we can put your face right up there. Wow, wow, our announcements used to be televised, see. And, and they're no longer televised, but, but we can bring that back because yeah, I want to stream. We live. would like to. 
We would like to. Oh, I want to stream live and do a podcast out of the middle school. There you go. Every day I'll talk to a new kid and ask him what the heck's going on in classroom B in Rock City, door red. I want to know if Miss Haddad is doing her thing. Full and Follies. We'd love to have you as guests. We don't want the Doyle Dud on the thing. I mean, there's only so much room in that building. All right, so a couple things before we, we, again, thank Joanne Haddad, our vice principal at the middle school, a long-term, and I call public servant, working for the public school district. I I really mean that. It is nothing but service. You work with nothing but dedicated teachers and paras and cafeteria folks and and, and, uh, the security people and and, uh, the custodians. It's one team, and every kid has to latch on to a team member to make it somewhere along the line to click and have that latch onto the school district to understand how important education is. Joanne's family is well versed in that. Generations of teachers and administrators and they've all been great and successful for our for our district. Next and I, I, I wanna thank uh Mark again for making it out. You know, it's not easy for a guy his age, but as long as I can wake him up in the morning by the time five or thirty guys rolls around, he's he's good to go. But next week we'll be back again with another episode of uh the Wyndham Public School District series that we, we decided to focus on while we had this platform and this opportunity to provide the community some insight of what's going on in their school, which they really get more involved in. But next week, our guest is going to be the none other than Patrick Risley, the vice, now vice principal of the Wyndham High School, who will be bringing with him uh, two, or two, two students, I believe, who are the class officers for the senior class up at the high school. We'll really get to the nitty-gritty as to what's going on. You know, I'm worse than Dr. Phil when I start grilling kids to get information I need. And now, back to Joanne. I just want to add one thing. <laughs> Listen, when Pat is here, I, I really hope, you know, you challenge him to uh, to uh, be able to top the uh, school performances, that w- the school performance that we've done at the middle school in improving since pre-pandemic numbers for, for academics. I mean that. Um, I'm sorry we didn't get a chance to talk about that, but uh, our middle school has come such a long way in improving uh, our our academic performance in in all areas. I'm glad you got it out because that's really what this is all about mm. is to to spread the good news. It's not a church, but to spread the good news about Wyndham Public Schools. And I'll uh, have Mark kind of write that note for me. He's kind of like my secretary; he does nothing else. <laughs> so, thank you and good night. <laughs>